0: well Jamie we have made it it is the end to the ropes your pro wrestling escape podcast it is our 10th episode we've officially reached double digits
1: wow that's pretty cool
0: yeah I mean not that anybody can really cancel us because we essentially put it on ourselves <laughs> that's true but it means we didn't get bored with it no nope, we're, we're still getting doing some it. pretty solid feedback from it and more importantly we're having fun doing it yes um, but because we're not done with it yet, and we're in our tenth episode, and hopefully many, many more to go, I do want to go ahead and give a shout out to Feedspot. Uh, that is a company that has recognized us as a top wrestling podcast to listen to in the year 2020. Just saying that year is—it's crazy, mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah. 2020. Uh, But they ranked us uh, overall number 21 in the top 60 for a pro wrestling podcast to check out in 2020.
1: It was really cool to see our podcast on that list. I
0: received an email earlier this week. Uh, The guy explained how they uh, determine all of their rankings. And it really is incredible. Uh, He goes goes off of social media feedback, uh, obviously plays and quality and all these different um, equations that go into it. And he has over 25 people that evaluate it.
1: Yeah.
0: But either way, it's a high five to both of us for that. And and to everybody out there listening, thank you for making it what it is up to this point.
1: Yeah. And hopefully we can just keep on moving up for next year. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: 21 and moving our way up. But uh, I think also, too, that also puts a little pressure on us as well. (laughs) We got to make sure we're still doing good at what we do. Yes. Uh, But again, thank you guys for tuning in for our 10th episode. I also do want to remind you that, you know, we do have our Instagram page as well. But also, I recently just created a Twitter account, and we've gotten a lot of good attraction on there as well. So that's Instagram. It's going to be at Into the Ropes. Our Twitter account is going to be at Into the Ropes, and of course, you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast that you listen to. But let's go ahead and move on. Uh, it's Friday night. It's right before a SmackDown kicks yeah. off. Um, I'm actually going to be uh, sipping on an, a Founders All Day IPA uh, beer, and it is quite tasty and. Very very good. And Jamie, I don't I don't see an exactly an alcoholic beverage over there.
1: Nope. I am actually drinking flavored mineral water from Whole Foods. Oh god. Because I am participating in this dry January movement.
0: <laughs> dry January?
1: Yep. And Kyle was too scared to do it. So here he is drinking a beer and I'm being healthy.
0: If that's the reason it helps you sleep <laughs> at night is because I'm too scared. Uh, that's great. I, that yes, that's the reason. <laughs>
1: You can handle happy it. Happy wife,
0: happy life. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So we're going to get a, get into our first segment here for our 10th episode, and that is going to be our Wrestler of the Day. <laughs> and for those of you that are just maybe tuning in for the first time, essentially what we do is we kick off our episode really handpicking a wrestler, and we kind of just kind of talk about you know where they've been, how they started, and how they got to where they are, and kind of what they're doing right now. And we do uh, former wrestlers, uh, we do current wrestlers, and, and up-and-coming wrestlers as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, so this week, I mean, mainly because of uh, something big that happened this week on Raw, we decided mm-hmm. to pick Big Show.
0: We sure did. Yeah, Big Show, I mean, if, you're fo- if you follow wrestling, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you do, because I don't know what you're going to like out of this, <laughs> except for us maybe drinking beer in uh, dry January. Uh, but Big Show, I mean, he has been around since the early 90s. The yeah. guy is just incredible. Like yeah. Every you can't pinpoint one him. thing that, like, oh yeah, this is a guy that did this. It's
1: way too hard. Like us looking him up to get some background knowledge on him. It mm-hmm. just goes on and on and on of all the accomplishments spend, he's had within
0: wrestling. So spend an entire episode yeah. on him. Yeah. So exactly. we kind of deciphered as much as we could. We don't want to leave out anything too important, but if we did, we apologize. But we really don't. Yeah. But essentially, we all know Big Show's name is uh, Paul White. Mm -hmm. He's about 47. Yep, and he's from South Carolina. He's from South Carolina. I think he's a couple hours away from Greenville. He's in Aiken, South Carolina. And Um,
1: something interesting that we found out about him was when Why is he
0: so big? Yeah,
1: like how is he (laughs) seven foot tall? Um, He was actually had a endocrine disorder. So that actually caused him to have an excessive growth hormone. Right. So actually, by the time he was 12 years old, he was six foot two, 220 pounds.
0: All right, you want to hear something crazy? You're not I'm 220. I'm 31. You're not
1: 222 pounds. I think
0: I'm. If I'm six two, it's on a good hair day. I think I'm six one and a half. I'm nowhere near 220. <laughs> yeah, and, <you're laughs> and I'm 31. 31.
1: <laughs> not 12. No. So I mean. Obviously, him having that disorder did have him grow quickly mm-hmm. at a young age. You can't like,
0: imagine that being a kid, and you know, yeah. Nothing. Of course, us now we're like, oh my god, that's awesome! You were a giant in school, but when you're in when you're school, that age, it's not are, easy. Kids are just
1: dicks. Well, and so even today, he's seven foot tall. Mm-hmm. I'm sure his weight fluctuates, but he's definitely 300. Yeah, probably at least, and he wears a size 22 shoe. Good god. I don't even know how you find... Obviously, you special order shoes that big, but that's been his whole life. He's always had to special order everything he wears. Length of most babies
0: when they're born. Yeah,
1: basically. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're shocked I knew that, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know my length when I was born. Mm, I can say my weight and everything, but I can't say my length. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, moving on from uh, with Big Show, you know, he obviously... You know, went through high school and he ended up playing college basketball. He he went to a couple of JUCO schools and then he actually transferred to uh, Wichita State. And he was th- uh, there for about a year, maybe two. Not exactly sure. He was pretty average. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's seven, seven foot, foot. So it's he obviously you know, held his own. Big. Just... And no one's coming in for a dunk or a layup in the paint mm-hmm. when Big Show is literally standing, standing right there. at <laughs> you. Like, that's not happening. And... Yeah, and he's probably had, he probably had more muscle at that point, too. But uh, did you know how he was uh, essentially discovered? Um, so he was actually discovered because... It's a yes or no question.
1: Yes, I do. Oh. He was introduced to Hulk Hogan. Um, he was introduced to in him by somebody.
0: Yeah, Danny Bonaduce. Okay. So Danny okay. Bonaduce... Okay. Uh, was mainly known for uh, The Partridge Family, which is a big uh, TV show back in the 70s, and they ended up making music as well. He was like a little kid mm-hmm. in that TV show. Not that you would know it. I knew that just from yeah. my parents I- always talking about The Partridge Family. They actually have some, some catch tunes on there, but that's...
1: So that's he's a, who introduced...
0: Yeah, apparently they... So White to Hulk Well, Big Hogan. Show was a big bouncer back in the day. Yes. yeah. And he, I think it was like a karaoke competition. Mm-hmm. And Danny Bonaduce was, I think, the MC of it. Big Show was working the event. And obviously, okay. you see Big Show. He's like, holy shit, this guy's <laughs> massive. But Danny Bonaduce was uh, good friends with Hulk Hogan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so he awesome. made the connection. He's like, wait a minute. Let me uh, introduce you to, uh, you know, I'll Hulk Hogan. Because <laughs> yeah. you, I think you could, you know, be a pretty good wrestler. Mm-hmm. But so yeah. what happened was then he and Hulk Hogan invited uh, Paul White to a WCW promotion event where they were doing a celebrity basketball game, and Big Show played, mm-hmm. and uh, Hulk Hogan was quoted saying that you know he made quite an impression with the crowd, where Big Show was very engaging. And mm-hmm. keep calling him Big Show because like, his name, but <laughs> you know, because in WCW when he first came out his name was the Giant. But anyways, uh, so Paul White really engaged with the crowd, which you know, we can see that, mm-hmm. and Hulk Hogan basically got him a one on one interview with eric bischoff who was the uh, uh, general manager of wcw at the time
1: and then and they went right in and signed a deal with wcw sure they, then
0: yep and he came out in 95 his name was uh, uh, the, giant. the giant i almost said andre the giant because the reason why is because when they first introduced him uh-huh. they said the son of andre the giant uh-huh. the giant and then they dropped it didn't really say why yeah but they dropped that piece after a little while
1: well good i'm glad they did yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Just the Giant sounds better. But so he was at WCW from about like 1995 to beginning Nin- of 99. Yeah,
0: 99. I think February. Yep. Yeah. But when he was in WCW, he he won the title uh, two different times. Mm-hmm. He obviously he joined the NWO at one point, I believe in '96. Then he got out of the NWO and then he joined NWO Wolfpack, and that was uh, with Kevin Nash. That was with the Don't Turn Your Back on the Wolfpack. Mm-hmm. That was the Red and Black group. I used to love those colors. Yeah, he had the white and black. You had the red and black. Like that was badass. All I can think of is Sting and his face paint. Because Sting Cause he's all black and white. Black and white, yeah. and then he also went red and black mm. at one point. And that looked really cool those are too. Good
1: colors together.
0: But we'll keep it on. We'll keep it on Paul White, and we <laughs> said Big Show again.
1: Well, so then he left WCW. He did. Why? And, and from what we've gathered is that he found out that other wrestlers were making significantly more than him other
0: oh, main eventers yeah yeah
1: and I, he went and asked for a raise because mm-hmm. obviously he was very
0: well, well yeah, he, yeah he was a title holder
1: exactly and they denied him mm-hmm. so he reached out other places all right see you WWF and they were willing to offer him a significant amount more
0: so do you remember when he made his uh debut I don't. I actually have a clip of it on our Instagram. I do. (laughs) Yeah, it was at uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. It's a Mm -hmm. pay-per-view. February of 99. Of course, it's going to be in February. Mm -hmm. So he came out from under the ring. It was back when Vince McMahon and Stone Cold were having their big feud. And it was was a cage match between McMahon and Austin. In the middle of the match, Big Show, Mm -hmm. Paul White, whatever you want to call him at this point, we all know who he is. Basically comes out from under the ring, like through the ring.
1: Oh, I do remember this now.
0: And he was wearing like a black shirt and black pants. Yeah, I do remember. Basically him coming picked up uh, through the ring, Stone Cold, and threw him on the side of the cage. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the cage? Like it didn't like break, but it like opened.
1: I don't remember that. But so, they, so he threw obviously Stone you Cold on the, on,
0: on the cage, and it opened. And then Stone Cold fell out. And mm-hmm. Stone Cold won. And Vince McMahon was pissed because he lost. Oh yeah! yeah but that yeah. was the debut of uh, a Big Show.
1: That's a cool debut, honestly. It was awesome.
0: He had long hair.
1: Yep, I you do know, remember that? Mm-hmm.
0: Super in shape.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that was ninety nine. This guy is still in the ring, and it's twenty twenty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing this a long time. So
0: twenty one years. We're not gonna obviously go into detail of no, everything he did, but pretty he, much
1: have had has had every single title. He's
0: had a, he's had on. every title. He has intercontinental US title, he's had the WWF title at one point. He's been a part of a tag team title. Tag team. Yeah. Hardcore title when it was relevant. Yeah. But uh, there's every- only one title he didn't have. Which one was it? Twenty four seven. Oh twenty
1: 20- four <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no you never know.
0: And you know what happened to him recently, right? Why he's been out of yeah, wrestling for a little bit. Yeah,
1: he had some issues with his hips, actually, and had to have, I think he had five surgeries on his hips within one year. So the Jesus. fact now that he went through all of the surgery and rehab for this, and that he came back to the ring on at Monday his night, age. at his age, is unbelievable.
0: And I don't know what's going to happen with him from here on out since he made his debut on Raw. Mm-hmm. I hope they keep him on TV, and I think I know they will because the crowd still loves him. Yeah. But you brought up a very good point when you and I were talking earlier that it's going to be tough for him to be in a one-on-one match.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'd be better off with like a tag team, so or so he can a take his breaks team. and. Yeah, I think he. I don't know that he can be one-on-one anymore, but it's still cool to have him on.
0: He needs a tag to be on TV. Or-
1: Triple team kind of thing, yeah, exactly. He just play, his just play his damn music. That man. was crazy. When we were wondering who was going to be the third person, we would have never. We had so many guesses who was going
0: to be uh, Samoa Joe and uh, Kevin, Kevin Owens', Owens third, partner, third partner, on partner on Raw last week, and
1: basically we said everybody who's on the ros- main roster now. Yeah,
0: I didn't know who else could come back.
1: We didn't think that would be the big show, so that especially just because we knew all the issues with his hips and all the yeah. surgeries he's been through, I, I re- we didn't I wrote, think him he would be coming. Yeah, we didn't think he'd come back, but. It's awesome. So now he's back. Hopefully he can stay for a little bit.
0: Now we're very happy for, for Paul White and hope he continues to stay in the ring or at least be uh, on WWE TV. You know, Maybe they'll make him a general manager yeah, or something. Because exactly. he's great on the mic.
1: Yeah, he is. He is.
0: But uh, kudos to him. And, yeah, so looking forward to see what they can do with him.
1: Yeah, they'll be good.
0: So last episode, mm-hmm. last few episodes, we haven't really talked too much about all elite wrestling.
1: No. We've
0: and seen. you and I both are fans mm-hmm. of all elite wrestling, of AEW. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yes, you can like both. And if most people have social media accounts out there, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any of those, I, I swear this morning I woke up, I was mm-hmm. looking on Twitter, and there's just someone basically just blowing WWE and XT and not giving AEW a chance. Like, oh, AEW is awful. NXT is so much better. Like anybody that watches AEW is stupid. Like those types uh, of people. Well,
1: those people are ignorant. Well, and no, stupid. I know. <laughs> and,
0: and that's that. But the thing is, some people don't have that mindset to filter that out. Yeah. So of course they have to retaliate, and becomes this whole thing. Like, would, oh, the ratings are better here. Ratings are better there.
1: I would never say one's better than another. Are storylines sometimes better in one than another? Yes, but I mean as a whole. But that, you that's can't always say changing. A, yeah, exactly. There's going to be times where storylines are better in aew than wwe well, and vice versa i mean it, it
0: this, this seems kind of dumb but it, it kind of makes that same connection i remember growing up my parents mm-hmm. they used to watch several soap operas at once <laughs> yeah. they'd always bitch about the other one having terrible storylines exactly two months later that was the best show ever they flipped and it just flipped and <laughs> yeah. that's just the nature of how it is when it comes to scheduled weekly television. Yeah, exactly. Whether they it's wrestling or soap operas or any TV show we watch. Exactly. There's I mean, some seasons that are better than others. And I mean, wrestling
1: is every single week. They don't take a break. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, I mean, I know we're comparing it to soap operas right now. They don't take breaks they don't take breaks. Either. It's not like a, a season of a show that, you know, maybe has like 24 it's, episodes a year right. or whatever it is. Like, wrestling is every single week, no matter what. Yeah. So... There's bound to be times that the storylines just aren't as good, and it's been running for, I mean, uh, WWE. Well,
0: it's the longest-running well, cable yeah. television in history.
1: Yeah, it's been running forever. Mm-hmm. So, And every single week, that just boggles my mind, how much creative minds they have to have behind it all.
0: And it has to be fresh. Yeah. And that's why sometimes you see some stuff like, wait a minute, I saw the same storyline a couple of years ago <laughs> with the same wrestler.
1: It's like well, you Sometimes know, you have to recycle stuff like that.
0: But exactly. sometimes you can get away with it if you're doing it with the particular wrestler. So if Jericho redid some things, and I think he has in the past, it, you can get it away with it. Yeah.
1: It would just feel like it's
0: brand new. Right. You don't even know. So we're, you know, we're talking about AEW, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this past week, you know, we mm-hmm. sat down and watched it. We had our TV on AEW, and I had my laptop on NXT on USA. Kind of going at the same time. It's going back mm-hmm. and forth. And that, we like both. Yeah, we do. But we're going to talk about AEW today, and first thing I kind of want to talk about and dive into, I kind of want to start it off with this, and because I'm kind of seeing, kind of putting a pulse out there, a lot of people are, are kind of tearing up the uh, the women's division of AEW.
1: Yeah, it's not very strong yet, I don't think. It's mm-hmm. something they need to work on. Right. Um, this week, they had a title match.
0: Yeah, it was between Rio and Chris uh, Statlander.
1: Yes, so I mean, it was a decent match, though. It was okay. It was okay, um, but I think they're gonna have to have give them a little boost.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's be- there, there's a lot of variables. AEW is still very, very, very new. new. Yeah. They're still trying to acquire talent.
1: Yes, you was know? literally like three months they've been live. It's not very long. So yeah. So when
0: AEW was announced, it was about a year ago this week. Yeah, I guess announced. they've been live when since it was October. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, I, you know, with the, with the current wrestlers they have in the women's division, it's not bad, but it's it's not good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not expecting them to be good or great at this point. And I think people need to come to terms with that.
1: Yeah, but, like, the male division's great, so why shouldn't the female division be great as well?
0: I, I, I get that. I, mean, I don't want to... Ma-
1: the male division is great for, like, multiple levels. I mean, mm-hmm. there's... The males on AEW are very superior, and there's a lot of them.
0: Well, I'll be—I'll be completely honest with you. I think, you know, in the last latter part, you know, last decade it's kind mm-hmm. of crazy. Saying the 2010 a decade, yeah, it really was almost like a women's revolution. You know, women's yeah. wrestling. You know, back in the Attitude Era, it was more for like, all right, it was it was, it was purely sexual. Mm-hmm. We can, I think, we all can agree to that. Yeah, it I mean, was. yeah, there were some good wrestlers. Lita was great. Trish Stratus is great in the ring, but China, they were showing off. You know, oh, they're they're good. <laughs> yeah, um, China, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, in 2010 decade... When the Divas
1: division Diva, kind of started. it kind of went
0: away, probably like they mid-decade, mm-hmm. where now there's like women's champion. Yes. Yeah, Becky Lynch, the man. And mm-hmm. they're really just trying to change the narrative of what women's wrestling is. And because of that, I think AEW came in at a point where they have to develop that on their own.
1: Yeah, they might have to. And I think WWE's done a really good job with that. And now the women are like on top of wwe oh. becky by far is like the most popular wrestler i mean in WWE.
0: and even the nxt women you could argue that yeah they're great as well but i
1: mean i guess you know after that title match there was also like there's some more women that are kind of included or they're, they're trying to sprinkle in yeah they're to trying to make are-
0: a, a huge storyline and my whole issue with the whole nightmare collective which is brandy rhodes uh, awesome yes. Kong and I can't remember the third the third person that shaved her head but they came in and basically distracted the entire match
1: mm-hmm. yeah and, I don't know what they're trying the angle of that yet is
0: but my whole thing is that's the entire women's division that yeah. storyline right there there's like no other storyline there's five women <laughs> because there was two other women mm-hmm. three other women sitting ringside during that match and they came out and helped at the end
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I think it's I don't want to criticize, but I'm going to criticize, like, that was your entire... There was no other women's match or yeah. angle after that. Well, That's just tough. And now, because... I think I say that because you compared to WWE, you know, half the show is women's wrestling. Yeah. But they're going to learn. They'll get there. They'll get there, and they just, need to, they just need to acquire more talent. Yeah. Like, what they have is great. They just need to build on it.
1: Yeah. So, I guess when you say the word talent, let's move on to... Somebody who I think is super talented. <laughs> okay. All right.
0: Who, who, ah, who could for, that For be?
1: me, like, I think one of my favorite people on here is MJF. <laughs> he just Maxwell cracks Jacob me Friedman. up. Jacob Friedman. Yeah. Like his, when he just comes out, I, I don't know. I, I love to hate him, you know? Yeah. I don't even know that I hate him. I love to see him on TV and hear him talk and just... He mannerisms. is what we need in professional
0: wrestling. Yeah. You need someone you just need to freaking hate.
1: And you want him to come out and cut a promo because you, you know it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, him walking down the entrance and having people, trying to get people to kiss his fingers and Kiss stuff. the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kiss the ring. Yep. That was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I, I think the best part of that, too, is the last few weeks when he comes down, they go to a commercial break, but they minimize the screen. So you mm-hmm. see the box. So he has like three or four minutes where he engages with the crowd. If you watch that tiny box, you see him flicking off the crowd. Like this guy (laughs) just doesn't care. Like He does these things that, you know, WWE would never do because, you know, they're, they rated PG Mm -hmm. and he doesn't care. And then take his, I saw him, uh, he took his ring up to somebody sitting uh, uh, ringside when it was still that small box. The guy legit shot him a double bird right to his face. <laughs> it, was, it was just great. Like It was so Attitude Era-esque, mm-hmm. and it just felt like, oh, that was much needed. Yeah. Yeah, but the guy's amazing on the mic.
1: Yeah, and then obviously he got in the ring and was pretty much calling out Cody. Of course. For the most part, but somebody else came out, and it wasn't Cody.
0: It was D-D-P.
1: P. Were you expecting that at all? Or have you like... Read or heard anything about him? Not really, coming? but
0: DDP's kind of been around a little bit mm-hmm. with all elite wrestling, especially on Cody's side. Because um, when the Inner Circle was attacking Cody, he came out and helped uh-huh. um, like last month when that was during that storyline. So
1: not really surprising. It's then, not not but, shocking. Yeah.
0: But, you know, DDP cut his promo and DDP. I told you I watched his documentary mm-hmm. uh, a couple of well, last weekend and on, on the WWE network i think it was filmed in 2017 but seeing the the footage of him being young kind of like an mjf he was very good on the mic as well yeah I mean, you could still tell mm-hmm. but he kind of had like that same persona you know like it's funny one. but yeah so but i think during while ddp was cutting his promo yeah what stood out to you
1: what stood out to me
0: MJF texting on his phone. Oh,
1: sorry. I didn't know, I was supposed to, I didn't know there was a correct answer for that. Yeah,
0: no. It was, well, yeah,
1: he was ignoring him, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course he was. That was the He was thing. doing the
0: hand motion of a hand job, and mm-hmm. that was on like I was on the camera. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, that, was, that was great.
1: So now this is obviously going to start a feud with them. Well, it's actually going to start a bigger feud than just them, too.
0: Well, yeah, because it's going to – So next week on AEW, it's mm-hmm. going to be a Bash at the Beach.
1: Bash the Beach, yeah. There's going to be a
0: – Six-man tag. Six-man, yeah. Yep. yep. So it'll be uh, DDP with uh, Dustin. Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall, and they'll be going against uh, MJF.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Excuse me. Also Butcher and Blade. Yes. Accompanied by Bunny.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah.
0: Butcher and Blade are very interesting. I like their look.
1: It's kind of creepy, but I that's get why it. I like it. Yeah, it makes sense to their names and their. I think
0: Bunny's the creepiest.
1: You think so? Yeah, only. So there's another female. Maybe she'll end up doing something eventually. Yeah, but I, I, I,
0: she is a wrestler. Uh, yeah, so you can I, tell she she's will, a she's a she's fit. Big,
1: yeah, bigger, like not heavy, but fit. Yeah, yeah she's fit cut. Woman. She's she's good to Tall, go. too, unless yeah. it's just those gigantic heels. But <laughs> <laughs> she, um just
0: like the way like she wears she wears that outfit, and then she'll turn her head. Yes, it, that's yeah, what it's gets creepy. Me. Well, it just reminds me of a scary movie of a girl that's possessed. Yeah, strangers. strangers, Yeah, yeah, those people
1: that wear the mask. Yeah, and they, yeah, I I got what you're saying. That's kind of what it's
0: like, but I like that. Yeah, it's it's a little bit different. So yeah, that that that'll be a six man tag over at Bash in the Beach. So that'll be a good one. Mm -hmm. And then kind of keeping it dark, we got to talk about the Dark Order. What is your take like on their commercials they're doing? Do you find it creepy? Do you find it no? Like, just stupid. Stupid. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I don't... I mean, like, Butcher Blade and Bunny are creepier to me <laughs> than the Dark Order. And they don't have to do much. No. I, I don't know what they're trying to do with it. It almost seems like it's gimmicky or, like, making fun of something in a way. I I don't know. I'm well, not, I think they're
0: definitely trying to grow their their following, yeah. so to speak.
1: Um, I don't know that I have an opinion about it yet. I just don't think it's remotely scary or, like, daunting to me, but... I don't know if that's necessarily – maybe that's not what they're going for. Maybe they're trying to go for more of like
0: a – We really don't know. I think – twist to it. Because I think ultimately what they're trying to do is just add to their group, become mm-hmm. one like almost like a, a cult, very cultish. Yes, it is very cultish. It's very, cult. it's it's very exactly cultish. what it reminds me of. Ba- basically brainwash people. Hey, mm-hmm. nobody believes in you.
1: You need to come to us. Come join us.
0: Yeah. You know. We believe in the unbelievers, or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, you know, by Evil Uno, the guy that comes out on the mic and the mask. And, you know, Chris Christopher Daniels, who's recently you know had, had a, a string of bad luck. He's the one that tried doing a flip a few weeks ago and, you know, face planted off the top rope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I still think it was fake because of this angle. Yeah. I, I looked, I, I swear, I looked at do. him, dude, I, I watched him. You think
1: it was on purpose that he was out?
0: I, I, I 100% think it was so on purpose. So that way
1: the Dark Order could
0: bring right. him in. Because I obviously at first I was like, oh my God, that guy fucked up. Mm-hmm. But no, so I watched like like 100 times, and each time I watched it, I'm like, he was too graceful Yeah, doing yeah. that. Way probably, too graceful. It was
1: probably purposeful then, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, because
0: he doesn't match, or he doesn't yeah. match, he doesn't move uh-huh. every match. So I'm giving him credit here. I think <laughs> it definitely, uh, I think he did it on <laughs> purpose, so and that's got to be harder
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm not supposed to land this move i'm supposed to mess up yeah uh, but you know the, the whole thing with the dark order where is it going that's what everybody wants to know is it dragging a little bit yes however as soon as they pull in a big name mm-hmm. to join their dark order that's what they'll need that's what that's what they're gonna need and i think that's really gonna be like oh wow okay you got me now mm-hmm. um, let me let me see this play out
1: mm-hmm.
0: who they're gonna get I have no idea. They're definitely toying with the idea Chris Christopher Daniels. I've heard a lot of people saying um Hangman Page. Oh. I don't think it's going to go hey. that way cuz Hangman Hangman Page just kind of created his own persona. He's like the the beer drinking or alcohol cowboy. drinking just cowboy and <laughs> yeah. doesn't give a shit and drinks I don't think beer needs, in the crowd He doesn't need
1: to go to like a group or a faction. He's fine He enough.
0: can do, he can do he can definitely hang out on his yeah, own. Yeah, he's fine
1: on his own right now. So, like you said, now he's got this whole thing about drinking beer and engaging with the crowd and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and there would be no need for him. But I don't know. I guess we'll see if they're going to bring somebody else that we haven't seen yet on AEW. Very true. Yeah, that's very true.
0: And let's go ahead and wrap up AEW. And I think (laughs) we all know what we're going to (laughs) wrap up with here. Yeah. And that is going to be John Moxley. (laughs) Did he join the inner circle? Yes, he did.
1: He did for about... Two minutes.
0: <laughs> that sucked.
1: Yeah, I wish it would have been a little longer. And obviously you came out... Kyle and I were sitting there and we're like, there's no way he's going to join them.
0: Well, we were, the thing is, Jamie and I, sometimes we're way too logical.
1: Yes. So
0: we're was. looking at the clock at the same time. I think it was uh, like... Yeah,
1: we were. It was like, was
0: what, 9.53? Like, and Moxley at that point had announced he joined the inner circle. And I'm they are like, starting they're to like
1: get the bubbly So they're going to for celebrate for seven minutes.
0: I'm like, this is kind of dragging. Yeah,
1: I'm like, something's going to happen. Whether somebody was going to come out or something. I was
0: hoping somebody would come out. Therefore, Moxley would stay in the inner circle.
1: Well, then they did... Kind of drag it out again, because then he was like, oh, wait, what about the car? Yeah. we kind of talked about that. So, you know, he got this $750,000 car for joining them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, again, Kyle and I are looking, and we're like, there's still, like, three minutes. Like, what's going to happen?
0: I know, and, <laughs> and then... we are right. <laughs> yep, all of a sudden, back. That, that bottle smashed on Jericho's head, and... Yep. That was it.
1: Yes. I, I mean... My opinion... It was um,
0: executed very well.
1: I think Kyle may agree with me. would I think it would have been nice if Moxley would have held out for a little bit longer before mm-hmm. he turned. I, I guess you could say turn because, I mean, he turned after like three minutes. But I don't know. I wish they would have it, let it go for maybe even a month or something.
0: Yeah, and, and the thing is, when you do stuff like that, you can already see like, oh man, like a month or two months from now... That's gonna make it an even bigger storyline. Yeah. So I think them doing it now kind of just like takes the the. the I don't know. It just it just takes out like that bigger picture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if if Moxley would have stayed, then yes, they would have had to have Jericho have another angle with somebody. But they could have done they an, an have angle for crazy. a month, you know, yeah. and they could have like pulled somebody like, hey, I need you to feud with him or whatever,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then have Moxley at some point then start have some dissension between the group you know two uh type a guys I like, know this is my group this is my group mm-hmm. and then boom battle it out for the title for the group i mean but hey whatever we can we can dissect and disagree and i mean they obviously
1: have it. a plan for this so right you know they have a written out storyline so
0: i'll put it this way we're still tuning in
1: yeah no exactly and we'll see what happens with this whole storyline but obviously they're gonna go somewhere else with it more yeah i mean i would guess maybe moxley versus jericho at some point
0: i definitely think moxley whenever they have that title match he's gonna win it
1: i think so too yeah it might be time to change it up but who knows when that's gonna be they might drag it out they might not who knows there'll that's be true. something though why should
0: be watch it be in chicago
1: I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe like the,
0: the best match to date. We, we, you know, we move from, move out of Chicago and then that happens. And it's right downtown too.
1: I know. That's we it can just works. take
0: the, what line would we take there? Probably red. Yeah. The red line right there. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways. <laughs> so, okay. So that was a little bit of AEW mm-hmm. and we're going to cover WWE just a, a little bit. bit. And we're kind of just going to focus on all the comebacks
1: Yeah, because, I mean, there hasn't really been a ton going on. No, there... I guess there's one thing I would like to mention, actually, that happened. Or do you want to talk about the comebacks first? The floor is yours. Okay. The one thing that I'm not sure what they're going to do with this is Brock Lesnar being number one going into Royal Rumble. Okay. I mean, obviously, they made it a big deal. Paul Heyman came out and talked about this. But I guess, do you think he's going to i don't even know how to say this because i'm just like my mind's spinning right now i don't get why they're doing that because i don't see how anybody can beat him with him being having the title how beat
0: him in the royal rumble match yes or for an actual title match? no no
1: no in the royal rumble match oh that's the
0: best way to do it
1: is to wait i'm sorry what no i'm saying like but he's this almighty brock lesnar so they're gonna let him lose at royal rumble
0: but that's the that's the best way for someone like that to lose.
1: Or they're gonna let him lose to somebody. Somebody's gonna get him out of the ring, and then that's gonna cause a feud for them at WrestleMania or whatever. Yeah, it would be WrestleMania Maybe. Mm-hmm. or next whatever the next pay per view would be. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to figure out what they're trying to. I they, the thing is, the Brock Lesnar doesn't get beat. So either he's gonna win Royal Rumble at number one because that's just his gig or somebody's gonna beat him
0: so if he wins our guess is that he'll get to choose which title so he could be like a becky two belts type deal he's a brock two belts
1: yeah i don't know
0: <laughs> and challenge the fiend maybe if he saw as a title i mean there's so many ways you could go with it but what yeah. i was trying to hit uh, hinting to you was a, a wrestler like brock lesnar mm-hmm. um that no one can essentially just beat clean I know Seth Rollins did it a few times, but, but just historically, yeah. you just don't beat guys like that straight mm-hmm. up in a normal match. Mm-hmm. Therefore, what's the best way for them to lose is in a match like that or like a triple threat match or a fatal four, a yeah. match where they don't get penned Well, a True. normal match. You don't get penned.
1: I mean, ten guys can gang up on him and get him out. Right.
0: Well, that happened. Probably not. No. It's going to be like you said. Somebody that's it's, it could be a, a shocking return. Yeah. In I'm the Royal just, Rumble.
1: I'm just kind of thinking because they made it such a point to call out that he was going to be the number one person to go out there, and that you know, so it's going to be down to him and somebody else or something. I don't know when he would go out, but I kind of hope he doesn't win. I hope that I'm wrong on that, but I feel like WWE doesn't like to let him lose. Very often. I'm opposite
0: on that. I want him to win the Royal Rumble now because he's number one.
1: And you want him to?
0: You want to know why? Why? Because I just fear of what's going to happen. What do you mean? I just have this weird feeling that Cain Velasquez or Tyson Fury is going to come they're gonna back. They're going to come back. And they're going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And they're going to challenge him at WrestleMania. And if anybody out there has listened to episode nine... Jamie and I kind of discuss how that's probably the worst thing to do for mm-hmm. anybody that actually enjoys watching wrestling. and is not really a passive fan. People that grew up watching wrestling, you got these people like Rousey, Fury, Velasquez, all mm-hmm. great in their own right. Yeah, but they're coming over here and Whenever taken they want away, to, and they're
1: not on the they're and never,
0: they're never have, on TV.
1: No. And they're going I mean, to be I on the biggest that, stage
0: ever. In I kind of hate that about
1: Brock Lesnar, but at least he makes some appearances, you know, here and there on Monday nights. Well, he started
0: he, out. with WWE, nevo. though.
1: I know, true, v- v- good point. But he never wrestles on a Monday night, no. like ever. Well, but he did start out with WWE. But well, he did beat Kofi there.
0: in like nine. Well, what was it? Was nine it seconds? Nine seconds on the first SmackDown.
1: Oh, it was. Oh, on yeah, Fox. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. But
0: I know. But aside from that,
1: yeah. Either way, we don't need to say go into details about that. I just wanted to talk about him that's, that's being good number idea. one on, yeah, on Royal Rumble. But back to, I guess, some got
0: some comebacks, comebacks. Yeah, the past yeah. past week SmackDown had a lot. Yeah, so SmackDown, we can kind of start with that. You know, Sheamus has been cutting those promos, promos. On, on the uh, on the TV, so he hasn't really technically been in the ring. But mm-hmm. you know. Uh, on the last smackdown now when we record this episode SmackDown's currently going on mm-hmm. we're going to catch up on that um after we finish this episode but last smackdown uh mm-hmm. sheamus finally came out and he delivered a bro kick to shorty, shorty g Shorty G. yeah who of course is a face so that makes us think that sheamus is either a, a bad guy or he just doesn't give a shit and is gonna beat anybody anybody up that's in the ring
1: i'm really glad Sheamus is back yeah i've always really liked him as a wrestler and Usually he's pretty good as being a heel.
0: I was gonna too. say I think he's better as a heel. Yeah,
1: I think so too. So
0: for heels, you gotta have guys that can just kick ass. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. Brock
0: Lesnar as a face is, is not good. That would
1: never happen. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Like Drew McIntyre as a heel is great. Yeah, and but face. we'll yep. we'll get to Drew McIntyre in a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So Sheamus so, coming back. Glad Sheamus is awesome. Back.
0: Glad he's healthy. Yep. Hopefully he can stay healthy. I know he's had some 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 bad luck mm-hmm. recently being in the ring and. Hopefully you can, you know, hit the ground running and shoot right up to the top of the main storyline. So that's, we need that. Yep. And then. Um, Who else was on SmackDown? Well,
1: John Morrison. Right. Came back, but it was very anticlimactic. I mean, it was like two seconds. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cause... I don't know.
1: I mean, I guess I don't even know that since like come back yet, but at least his face was there.
0: Right. So, yeah, so it was during when Miz um, basically had a meltdown.
1: Yes, about... On
0: the last episode. The, fam- the Fiend
1: and family and, and they stuff. wanted...
0: They were back in his dressing room. They knocked on his door. And they, and then the door opens and, oh, it's John Morrison. He goes, yeah, the Miz doesn't feel like talking right now or something to that effect.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was his comeback. I Great. Know.
1: Like, are they going to have him wrestle? Like, what are they going to do with that? <laughs>
0: I, I'm sure he'll wrestle because yeah. they signed him to a deal.
1: Maybe he'll come out tonight. We don't know. He may, yeah, for
0: know. sure. And I, he will wrestle. But yeah. it was a little... Oh, okay. Welcome yeah. back, John. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Welcome
0: back to Not Your Storyline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well. But and then, I'll take John anyway, so that's fine.
1: Yeah, they'll do something with them. And then the last one for SmackDown that we know of, I feel like we both knew it was coming.
0: We did. We never and wanted it to come.
1: I personally have never been a fan of them. I and haven't either. It's the Usos. Mm-hmm i don't know what it is honestly like when they used to wear the hawaiian shirts i could tolerate them a little more but when they kind of got to that i'm gonna say ghetto
0: the hood status yeah the hood one day ish
1: i didn't like them at all like i've never liked them as wrestlers but
0: i mean they're good in the ring yeah like, they're very sorry. talented i guess i you used to like their, their, their wrong. i don't like gimmick Yeah.
1: I just don't like them as people not my cup of tea well I will
0: say this they have a huge following they
1: do and you know now they're gonna be
0: even bigger probably on top yeah Yeah.
1: because they came back and people do like them I
0: mean the crowd loves them
1: yeah
0: so whenever we watch it on TV if the crowd's into it we're into it but I do agree with you I'm not the biggest fan of the Usos however the tag division needs somebody Mm -hmm. and they're obviously very very good at what they do and yep it's, it's perfect timing for them, but from a human standpoint, I'm uh, yeah. not the biggest fan of them coming back. Same.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's just them as humans. Really, I, it's I'm the not, one, but... Yeah. I don't even know which one it is. The one that's Naomi's husband, I think is Jay, I believe. He's has some... Actually, know. I don't really know. Don't quote me on that. No, he's good. I actually don't mind him. It's the brother, the other one. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I don't even know their differences, but... Not neither like twins or anything. Not Naomi's husband. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> no, I know, it,
0: but it's it's almost like a Jeff Hardy scenario. Like... Exactly,
1: getting DUIs and crap yeah, like that. Know. And I'm I'm kind of over anybody who gets a DUI because. There's so much access to Ubers and stuff, and it's it's like, you have the money for it. It's 2020. There's there's no reason people should be getting a DUI. Well, clearly they have a problem.
0: Yeah. And it needs to be addressed, and I'm hoping because he's back on TV. Maybe he's clean. He's clean, but it's happened before. John Cena made fun of him, cut a promo. That next night, he got a DUI and got arrested.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So we'll see. Time will tell.
1: Exactly. I wish
0: them the best. I hope they can, you know. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. So you had Sheamus. You had Morrison. You had Usos coming back to SmackDown. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, of course,
1: we kind of already discussed. We already discussed on Raw, yeah. We had a big, big show
0: come back. Big show come back. We're both very excited about that. Yeah, we're really, it's happy for him as a person. Um, I mean, yeah, you could yeah. people could say, oh, like Paul why, White
1: as a person. This we is wasted awesome. a,
0: a big surprise on a 47 year old wrestler who's had five surgeries in the last year. You're yeah. damn right. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he friggin deserves it. But he's awesome. God, he's paved the way for many, many wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're happy. We're happy for that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, are there going to be any feuds with any of these guys, you think? Usos, they're, I think they're clearly going to be into the tag team title picture. 100%. I'm even going to Which I dive love into that. Heavy
1: Machinery, They're
0: not, not going to be in is, there yet.
1: I don't remember. They're too new. Yeah. No, no, no.
0: I know you love Otis. I know, I do. But I think they're really going to push the Otis and Mandy thing right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I like yeah. that. And I, I, I think right. that Heavy Machinery is going to break up at some point. Mm-hmm. And Otis can go on his own. Oh, maybe because he can carry himself.
1: Yeah, probably. Maybe not so much wow. in the
0: ring. He could. Character-wise, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: So you think the Usos are going to be?
0: I'm not even gonna talk about the them. Title. They're gonna go. They're gonna go right to the title picture.
1: Probably. I mean, who
0: else? What else are they gonna do? Yeah, Seamus. I don't know. I'm. I'm really intrigued with that. Do you
1: think they're gonna do anything with the Miz or?
0: Well, right now the Miz. is... I'm just trying to
1: think who else is on there that would be like feud worthy or who's not wrapped up in. Bray Wyatt, Fiend stuff. Well, Nakamura has the Intercontinental title, but it's going to be
0: him and Braun Strowman right now.
1: I kind of forgot about Braun Strowman. I feel like I haven't seen him much lately.
0: Yeah, but it's going to be those two. But they could they could easily put Sheamus in there, make it a triple threat. True. I feel bad for Nakamura because he'll get eaten alive. Yeah,
1: with those two guys in there.
0: Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe John Morrison and Sheamus go against each other. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's not, gonna be be, it's not just going to be him versus Shorty G. I think they're going to try to push him up oh, higher God. than that. Uh,
0: <laughs> if that's his comeback, first storyline, they're going to be paying Seamus a lot of money. It
1: can't be. It can't be. There's no way. They I won't feel do bad that. for
0: Shorty G, but that is a terrible gimmick, <laughs> terrible character. He's actually not bad on the mic. It's just bad. It's just really bad.
1: They'll change it up, I'm sure, sooner or The guy wears later. basketball
0: shorts when he wrestles now. Like... <laughs> Jeez, welcome to Ann one in 2005. Mm
1: -hmm. So I guess we can't really predict what's going to happen with them as feuds. No, no. And then I think, honestly, with the Big Show, I think they're going to continue on with the Kevin Owens. I do um, too.
0: And the AOP. uh, Or Samojo. Samojo, thank you. Against the AOP and Rollins.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to probably have that going on for a while now. So I don't know how long Big Show will actually stay around for. But, again, like we already talked about, he's probably going to be within a team. I don't think he can do
0: on his own. Well, we've kind of touched on some predictions. And I feel like a lot of our predictions were kind of like half empty. Like, oh, this may happen. Let's go into a segment where we're going to give our full-out predictions of 2020 with some wrestlers. could be a a match, what's going to happen, any comeback, more comebacks. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll let you. What, what's one that you think is what? What's a prediction yeah. for you in twenty twenty?
1: My first one that came to mind instantly, and I really think it'll happen is I think CM Punk will come back to the ring. Oh at some AEW point.
0: when he goes to Chicago.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <The> AEW. No, <laughs> WWE. I think he's going to come back. I mean, I don't think he's going to stay, but.
0: He's I think like a, he's a gonna... more match kind of deal.
1: Maybe or just I think he's going to make an appearance at some point. I don't know if it'll be. I was wondering if he'd even, but there, I don't think he'll go to Royal Rumble. Now this whole Brock Lesnar thing is going on. I can't picture that happening, but maybe something at WrestleMania. I don't know. I think he's just got to
0: pick one. That's not a good. That's not a good prediction. You got to pick one.
1: Fine, then I would say WrestleMania.
0: So you prediction is CM of Punk's coming back to his his match, match. Will be at WrestleMania, yes. meaning he'll come back before Correct. then. but he'll have a match at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, got it. Okay, cool. Do you agree with my prediction?
0: I don't have to agree. It's a prediction.
1: I know. I was asking
0: um or do you think he won't i want to disagree and hope he comes back with a rumble oh
1: okay (laughs) but i mean
0: because but you think he's gonna come back just yes i do Mm -hmm. just in the ring yes Mm -hmm. just think about it though the crowd will go i think crazier when that horn goes off and they're looking he have no idea who's coming and CM Punk's mm-hmm. Cult of Personality song hits. Oh like, come on.
1: They would go absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, that's like a perfect spot to bring somebody else back in. But, like I said. I think
0: what? we've said that every Royal Rumble, though.
1: I know. But, and then sometimes <laughs> we get disappointed. <laughs> it's
0: like, can it happen already?
1: I know. I just don't know because of this whole Brock Lesnar angle. Not sure. But I would say more WrestleMania. He'll have a match. Do uh, something this speaking
0: year. Of, speaking of comebacks, I'll jump on that train with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Edge. Edge. I've I've read that he's been cleared medically, and he's
1: like practicing wrestling or uh, I guess I just training, read that he's say? been
0: cleared medically. You know, you you believe everything you read, right? Obviously, that's what we do <laughs> in this day and age. I think this may be more a prediction of what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, it's a prediction. I think Edge is going to come back in 2020 and a WWE ring and wrestle. Okay. I have no idea when. When, <laughs> but it's a pretty good prediction because it's only January, so a level more months for so that to work out. To a while. Yeah,
1: <laughs> to hope that he comes back.
0: Yeah, I don't want to get too specific. Like That'd you.
1: be really cool if he did. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully that's a good. He's prediction. been
0: sorely missed. I think.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. I think that. I'm thinking that something's gonna change with the women because right now I feel like it's a little. I don't want to say stale, but something's gotta change. Yeah.
0: Which, uh, which promotion?
1: WWE, or okay. Raw and SmackDown. Like, something's going to end up happening with their okay. title somewhere. But what I'm thinking is I think they might bring up Shayna Baszler from NXT. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, she lost she her title lost recently. She lost her title. So
1: mm-hmm. where they're going to put her, though?
0: Where would you want her to be put?
1: SmackDown and beat Bailey. <laughs> because I don't think they're going to let...
0: You don't think Becky's going to lose? No.
1: So I guess that would be my prediction would that be that okay. she comes to SmackDown and beats Bailey? For the the championship, that'd be because, cool. Um, I do think she's gonna come up. She lost her title on NXT. I'm like, I feel like there had to be a reason for that. She could
0: be on SmackDown right now as we speak. I know. Who knows?
1: <laughs> I just feel like she's gonna make some sort of entrance into arguably. Raw I or think SmackDown.
0: I think she's a better wrestler than the entire SmackDown roster. Yeah, I mean, she's so, just a beast. But
1: there's a lot of women on SmackDown. But I think that she just her versus unless they were willing to let her lose to Becky. But Becky's not gonna lose. So I, that's why I'm kind of thinking she might actually go up and beat bailey
0: well and, and it's hard and to, it to to see a scenario where they bring her up mm-hmm. she has a title match mm-hmm. and then she loses yeah that's it what, seems a little right. but it could happen it could
1: it could but yeah i think Shayna Baszler think is going to come to raw or smackdown
0: are you specific at all is this is a 2020 prediction
1: i mean i just told you i would say probably smackdown i guess if, i guess if i had to pick one way or the, another i'd say smackdown
0: shana is coming smackdown mm-hmm. 2020 taking yeah. the title
1: Yes. nice there you
0: go all right i got one more okay all right I got one more for you this is actually going to be not too specific it's going to happen in 2020 <laughs> wow i very... i have
1: to be so specific <laughs> <laughs> i just put you on the spot
0: <laughs> well i'm a gambler man i'm very conservative I'm co- conservative when it comes to that drew mcintyre mm-hmm. i said earlier in the episode i said we'll get to him this is when we're when we're getting to him the guy needs a damn push. He has it all. Yeah, he does. Clearly has the look. Has the unring ring ability. Mm-hmm. Him and his accent on the mic, it's great.
1: <laughs> kind of hard to understand. but Hard to understand,
0: but it, it comes out well. Yeah. he's not awkward. He yeah. knows what he's saying. He knows what he's doing. The crowd can vibe off of him. I think they're going to turn him face. Really? Make him a good guy. And I think he's going to win the WWE title in 2020.
1: Like the one that Brock Lesnar has?
0: It's more of a wish, <laughs> but that, I'm going to make that wish a prediction.
1: I think it's time. Brock Lesnar needs to get the hell out of here and go do the think Drew,
0: What should happen, and what I think is going to happen, my prediction, mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre is going to win the Royal Rumble. Oh. And then he's going to defeat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania.
1: Hmm. Okay. Let's see.
0: How awesome would that be, though? We
1: need to write that down so we remember. We will. Well, I mean, us. we're
0: gonna. It's gonna be live in about ten minutes, so we'll have it in our files.
1: <laughs> I know, but just saying that. well we, then we don't remember which episode we talked about this on. But no, I gotcha.
0: I mean, I think okay. that would be awesome.
1: No, it'd be cool. I think we need to see something. I mean, people about. out
0: there that are listening uh, kind of understand that. I
1: love Drew McIntyre.
0: We like wrestlers that wrestle and that show up, s- show up and stay. Yeah. As opposed to someone making a couple of cameos and oh yeah here's the title.
1: Yeah, I just don't understand that how somebody can be holding it's a money. title and just it's not It's money. It's money and up. I
0: think whether it's Vince or whoever else up there they they love the big names. They're trying like, to they're this, trying they're trying to draw in other crowds, not just people, wrestling crowds. Do
1: the people really care? Oh, I see what you're saying like outside so, of
0: So, like Rousey's following to go ahead and purchase the WWE network or, or yeah. WrestleMania. I mean, I get it from a business standpoint. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But you're not where you're at with your, your following you have.
1: Yeah, exactly. I could care less when Brock Lesnar comes.
0: I, I mean, I, I like Brock. I'm in the minority where I actually, anytime his music hits, I'm like, oh, yes, awesome, he's here. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Paul Heyman cuts a promo. I love that.
1: Yeah. And
0: I love his matches. I mean, it, most, of, most of his matches are pretty brutal.
1: Yeah, he just F5s them all and just kills them in nine seconds.
0: But it looks so cool.
1: (laughs) That was, like, his last match. (laughs) Yeah. Like, seven months ago. I know there's probably one in between there, but you know what I mean? He has, like, three matches a year, and that's it.
0: All right. Well, that about does our 10th episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in. And again, if you enjoy what you're listening to, uh, Jamie and I entertaining you or, or not entertaining you, uh, <laughs> please leave us a uh, rating or yeah. review on Apple Podcasts, Google, really anywhere, what platform you listen to, because we love getting our feedback, what mm-hmm. sucks, what works, what you want to hear more of. Um, we, we just enjoy you know talking to each other about it, but of course, we'll take some... Uh, Take some ideas from some people and and bring it into the show. And we'll give you credit as well. Give you a couple of Mm shout-outs.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, everybody, uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, this next week of wrestling. And we will get back to our 11th episode uh, next Next week. Next week.